Celebrating 30 years of phenomenal trend forecasting. Here's Gerald Salenti with today's trends in the news. Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Friday, August 2nd, 2019. And here are some of today's trends in the news on the market front. Over there in Asia, over there in Europe, here in the United States, it's all red, all down. You know why? Well, it's simple. Stocks fall on trade wars, sending the S&P 500 to the worst week of 2019. You know what that is. Come on now, that ain't even bullshit. That's horse shit. It's horse shit. The markets are going down because the Fed didn't lower interest rates enough. And they didn't give the signals that they're going to drop them lower. End the story. Yeah, the trade war thing has something to do with it. But the Dow wouldn't be where it is with all the trade war talks that's been going on now for over two years. So what else happened? Well, gold kind of went way up there over the 1450 mark and then back down to the 1440 mark. But you know what I said? Oh, Gerald Salenti, the first person in the world, ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages to call the gold bull run on June 6, 2019. Again, we're looking at gold now near its bottom. Could go down another 40, 50 bucks, but not a big down. And the up has to happen when it goes over that 1450 mark and stays strong over it, just like it broke strong over that $1,385 a mark that I've been saying it had to do for a couple of years now. So that's what it needs to do. And Earl. It went up a little bit, but uh, not going very higher because there's a global slowdown. And we saw the lackluster U.S. jobs data today. And the dollar went down a little bit on that. But the dollar, we don't see it going down much because the other countries are in worse shape than the United States. And speaking of gold, global central banks boost gold reserves by a record $15.7 billion. In a shift away from the U.S. dollar, according to the World Gold Council, and this was the largest acquisition of gold recorded by that council in its 19-year quarterly data release. All right? They all know the game's over. All they're doing is pumping in that monetary methadone to keep that addicted bull running and that... Bull ain't going to be running for long. That's going to have a long run yet. We don't see it crashing. But we do see the Great Depression. Are you ready to lose your job? Are you ready to lose your business? Are you ready to lose your home? You better be prepared. It's not going to happen right away, but there are a lot of wild cards, and there's no wilder card than the Trump card. Fed chief faces challenge over easing. Powell's lack of clarity on deep rate cuts upsets markets after weeks of dovish met messages. Stocks drop after Fed cuts rates. But when they said they were going to cut those rates, here's what Powell said. He said that uh, neither officials in the Fed view Wednesday's actions as, quote, the beginning of a long series of rate cuts. He said, you would do that if you saw real economic weakness. That's not what we're seeing. You know why you're not seeing it? Because you're either stupid or blind. And just to make it really clear, 
Look at your track records, fed failures. You remember Bernanke? Maybe you forgot Yellen. Oh, yeah. They didn't see the panic of 08 coming, and they will not see the Greatest Depression. We are the first to call it, the first to call the gold bull run, the first to call the Greatest Depression. Oh, we don't see it, so hey, we're in charge. We're the banksters. What else we got here? Slowing Eurozone raises stimulus prospects. Oh, yeah, let's stimulate them a little bit. Weaker growth comes as central banksters eye rate cuts or more bond buying. This has nothing to do with capitalism. It's a total fraud, as are the central banksters. Yep. The single currency area's economy expanded by the grand total of 0.2%. The data keeps going on and on here to show you how bad it is and the places that it is bad. Europe's stalling economy sounds alarm. Hey, wait a minute, Salenti, you're reading headlines in the Financial Times and in the Wall Street Journal. We just hear the Fed chiefs say, hey, nothing to worry about, take it easy. We're in charge. Save your numbers and your facts for yourself. We're just full of Warning, warning, bullshit alert. The Eurozone economy slowed sharply in the second quarter, with growth at less than half the pace of the start of the year. Keeps going on. And to show you what the banksters are going to do, and that they don't care, Turkey's central bank chief defends predecessor's sacking. Yeah, they sacked the cat and lowered interest rates. Four and a half percent, they're going to lower them more. Gauge of U.S. manufacturing hits its lowest since September 2009. Oh, yeah, the Great Recession. Hey, wait a minute, Salenti, you're a gloom and doomer. Listen to Powell. Suck up, bow down. Take their crap. Surge in oil supply expected as prices sink. They sink because the global economy sucks and they're not buying as much as they should and supply is way outweighing demand. Ah, here it is again. Record gold buying spree in scramble to diversify reserves. Financial Times. Again, the first to report it. June 6th, trend alert, here it is, the gold bull run. Look at your cover of your trends journal, the gold bull run. So the central bankers, I guess maybe they read the trend alert. Oh, what else do we got here? Middle class debt swamps families. You read these numbers of middle-class debt, whether it's auto loans, college debt, mortgages, credit cards. What's going to happen when the Greatest Depression hits? Are you prepared to lose your business, lose your job, lose your home? Well, you better prepare, prevail to prosper. And the Trends Journal will show you how we are going to be staying on the Greatest Depression 
from now until it's over. And we got a long ride to go. And moving on. Ah, food delivery wars are just starting as rivals spend to win diners. And we just saw DoorDash buys a rival caviar for $420 million. Well, guess what? These are going to be the first kind of companies that whoop, they go down because people aren't going to be calling up for food. That's right. You're going to see slowdowns in a lot of sectors. We'll tell you where the entrepreneur opportunities are and where the losers go. And speaking of food, debate sizzles on meatless patties. That's right. Those uh, plant-based meats. People assume that because it's plant-based, it's instantly healthy food, said Desiree Nielsen, a dietitian who advises clients on eating and hosts a vegetarian cooking show on Amazon Prime. That's clearly not the case. There are a number of people that are saying this stuff isn't all that great, not all that bad, but a lot more to be looked at. And they have the kind of things of how many grams of this and that compared to meat, so... We're going to be writing much more about it, and we're going to be bringing in our experts to write about it more in the Trends Journal. So, is the nation and the world going meatless and becoming more healthy? Not as we see it. Yes, there's a huge market segment, but there's the bigger one that just keeps getting bigger. It's beyond obesity. It's elephantitis. Snacks feed growth and share prices. Consumer appetite for snacks drove Kellogg Company's results in the second quarter, helping the food maker offset weaker demand in the U.S. and Canada. Shares in the Battle Creek, Michigan company rose 9.3% after it said second quarter sales of Pringles chips, cheese for crackers, and other snacks increased by almost 4%. People are eating a lot more crap. Turning on to some international news, and this is a trend-tracking lesson. Front page in the Wall Street Journal. Moscow turns screws on American investor. One year after the West began sanctioning Russia for its 2014 invasion of Ukraine, prompting a retreat of foreign capital, U.S. fund manager Michael Calvi appeared at an annual investor conference in St. Petersburg to deliver a contrarian message. And it goes on to say this guy got arrested because of this and that, but here's the deal in this. Sanctioning Russia for its 2014 invasion of Ukraine. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Russia did not invade Ukraine. This is a conspiracy theory. Oh, and now the FBI says they want to arrest people for conspiracy theories. Yeah, they want to put that in the uh, terrorist group. Well, how about this? Let's arrest them because they're lying. Russia did not invade Ukraine. Oh, they annexed Crimea? Oh, yeah. They had a vote. 
And over 96% of the people in Crimea voted. They didn't want to have anything to do with Ukraine. And Russia has been there for a long time. Yep. Death of Bin Laden's son is seen as blow to Al-Qaeda. You know what that is? That's a blowjob story. Showing us how, hey, we're winning that war against the terrorists. Who the hell cares about this guy being dead? Big story of nothing. As the United States continues to invade foreign nations and kill innocent people around the world. And speaking of which, four protesters are shot and killed in Sudan. There's no end in sight there. It's only going to get worse. The human waves of migrants and refugees is only going to continue. Your top trend, one of them, for 2019. China doubles warning on protests. The head of the Chinese military in Hong Kong has issued a warning to protesters at the same time as the People's Liberation Army released video showing how the territory's garrison was capable of quelling a violent protest. Get this straight. Here's your trend forecast. This Hong Kong protests are going nowhere. The Chinese are going to put them down. And by the way, do you know who the Chinese are blaming for these protests? It's right here. According to the former leader, who was at this reception where they announced this, they accused the United States and Taiwan of orchestrating the demonstrations. Rebels in Yemen kill at least 36 in an attack on a military parade. Rebels in Yemen? You mean the Houthis have been there for, eh, at almost a thousand years, those rebels? How about the Saudi invaders that the United States helps kill and destroy Yemen, which now has the worst humanitarian crisis in history, but doesn't make the news. But that's more propaganda and how they lead people in the direction that they want of hatred and disinformation by the headlines and their words. And speaking of which, Trump says U.S. blockade or quarantine on Venezuela under consideration. Yep. Isn't that great? What business does the United States have to get involved in this? Why don't you mind your own business, stop putting sanctions, which is economic warfare, that only hurts the average person? They went on to say in this story by Reuters, the United States and most Western countries recognize opposition politician Juan Guaido as the rightful leader of Venezuela. But they don't put, and most of the other nations around the world don't, other than the club of murderers, the club of murderers and thieves. NATO, yeah, how about F-U-C, you know what, NATO? Look what you did to Syria. Look what you've done to Libya. Look what you've done to Iraq and Afghanistan. Hey, but we're not finished. We got Venezuela and Iran, all right? Take it easy, Salenti. No, I'm not going to take it easy because I am a warrior for the Prince of Peace. 
and I occupy peace, and I urge all of you to do so too. Put your money where your heart is. Put it into occupy peace. We have to stop this madness. Oh, hey, how about that presidential reality show? Do you know in, I counted the words, in the first debate with Bernie Sanders and Buttigieg and the rest of them, in that debate, they mentioned the word war four times very quickly, and nothing about it. In the following debate, Tulsi Gabbard came out and said very clearly, we were all lied to on a rock. She's the only one that's talking about bring home the troops, no regime change, as Trump is clearly doing here with Venezuela. But she doesn't get much media coverage. So to keep this moving in a peaceful way because we're never going to grow with liberty, love, joy, and beauty as long as war is our number one priority and both the Democrats and the Republicans voted for it. Senate Democrats approved Trump war budget, $738 billion. Yep. Republicans, they voted, the Democrats voted 38 to 5 with four absent. Republicans had 34 and 23 against. It's a one-party system. It's the war crime party and the bankster party. And speaking of parties and running them, our Secretary of uh, State over there, Mike Pompeo, Pompeo stirs talk of Senate run. This guy couldn't run up a flight of stairs. Where's he going to run? Another warmongering moron, imbecile, psychopath. This is who's running the country and in a country near you. Public outcry forces Russia into action as wildfires rage across Siberia. The, fire, the, the fires have engulfed an area a forest the size of Belgium, and now they're trying to stop it. A big story here in the New York Times. This is biblical proportions, nothing like it ever seen, showing all the floods in the Midwest and throughout the Mississippi, lower Mississippi region. Something's going on. Whether it's climate change, I don't know. All I keep saying is if you dump trillions of tons of poison into the water, into the air, and into the earth, you think it's going to have a negative effect. And they're poisoning us in many different ways, with the chemicals, the pesticides, and now, of course, with 5G. Did you see that video that just came out with all those dead bees around the 5G Cell towers, yep. So stay tuned for your Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. We've been on top of this trend and way ahead of the news. And as we wrap up, this is the most marijuana-friendly Congress in history. This is the Forbes headline. It is unquestionable. It is unquestionable that the 116th Congress is the most cannabis-friendly Congress in history. Seven months into the session, they've already begun seven hearings on cannabis. 
You know what this is? That was bullshit. Friendly Congress should have nothing to do with nature's plant. These are the people that have ruined the lives of millions of other people for smoking a joint, getting high, or selling a couple of joints. Who are they to regulate this? The only reason they're involved in this is to get our tax money. Support the National Cannabis Freedom Act, a referendum on each state ballot. We the people will decide what to do with cannabis, not a corrupt Congress. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news.